Hey guys, I wanted to do this bonus episode of the podcast because I'm really feeling it right now. I have the time right now and I'm, I don't want to lose that momentum until tomorrow because it's super important. I uh, just had, I'm in the middle of sort of a drawn out conversation with a friend who um, is in a bit of a pickle right now with the economic situation uh, because most of her sources of income have dried up. And, um, and I was sort of, this is, this is not meant to be a, the, the other half of that conversation with her, but it's more, this is the stuff that I was thinking about because I, I got to thinking, you know, gosh, here we are unemployment, which has been propping many, many people up is, is due to expire kind of soon there's a stimulus check that came that uh is you know we'll see if there's another one um and it's unclear what sort of support there will be for people and it is clear that there's going to be a lot of ramifications economic ramifications and um and so i i thought i'd talk just about what you can do now to be ready for this second wave, whether it's a second wave of COVID that actually shuts us down back into, you know, total shutdown or, or if it's just a a second wave of economic uh, ramifications from this, I do think that something is coming because the amount of stimulus that we did the first time around cannot be repeated necessarily. Um, and I mean, who knows, maybe they could repeat it, but, but at a certain point, it seems highly likely that the amount of stimulus that people will be receiving is not gonna help them out. Uh, so here are my thoughts and please take this with a grain of salt. We have not had, uh, economic hardship in this time uh, sort of the opposite because my wife had finished nursing school. And so she actually started working, uh, as a hospice nurse, uh, during this time. So we went from one income to two incomes. Um, but we have been in this position of not really having, not sure what to do and not really having sort of a clear path forward of how to sort of get ourselves out of an economic pickle we were definitely in that place um, for, for a number of years. And, and I would say I have been clawing our way out of that really our, our whole adult lives. So here, the things that I'm talking about, I know about because I lived them. So the first thing is to make sure that you've cut your expenses to the bone. If this means moving out of your apartment, moving in with someone, moving back in with your parents, you know, I would say try not to put yourself in a situation where you're like living out of your vehicle because that gets, that's a slippery slope, but maybe that is the right move for you depending on your situation. Um, I, you know, I can't, I can't say that for sure, but do everything you can to really scrutinize all of your expenses. Do you really need a TV? Do you really need a subscription to this? Do you really need a subscription to that? Do you really need a subscription 
to my magazine, for instance, if you're subscribed and you're trying to figure out what expenses to cut, cut that one. Um, get your spending down to a bare minimum. And if you have spending habits where you go cruise Amazon when you're feeling low and you, you know, buy something to make yourself feel better, get that in check also. Um, whatever it takes, whether it's, you know, putting limits on it, whether it's getting your partner or family to, you know, put some sort of lock on it so that you can't get to it. Uh, whatever, whatever steps you need to take to, to get your spending in check, do it. The next thing is to save every penny that you can right now. I think it's tempting to look at something like unemployment as a thing that is given to you so that your way of life doesn't have to change. But if you are unclear that there is a job that you're going back to or unclear what the heck is going on, or if you don't have enough savings, then you need to cut your expenses to the bone and save every penny of that unemployment that you may or may not be getting every penny of that stimulus check you should be you should be saving so that you have as much savings as possible when things dry up because what you need is stability you need you need a uh, wiggle room and what gives you wiggle room is cash, whether it's cash coming in from businesses that you have or cash that you've saved. Cash gives you that wiggle room. And it might be that right now that you're not getting unemployment for some, you know, stupidly bureaucratic reason or, uh, or you just, you know, even cutting expenses to the bone, it's still not cutting it. You might have to get some shitty job that you don't want to have to get. But you might have to get it just to pay the bills. And I think sometimes when you are trying to make your life in a space where other people have made their lives in a way that feels really inspiring, right? People often look at me and say, oh my God, you know, your life is so inspiring. I want your life. Um, and I think we lose sight of the fact, not all of us, because plenty of us, you know, have are working or, or have worked jobs that weren't the most amazing because you need to pay the bills. Um, and just because you're working that job doesn't mean that it means giving up on whatever dream you have. It just means this is what you got to do in the moment to make ends meet and, and sort of strategically get yourself to the place you want to be. So it might be that you just need to get a job that you really don't particularly like and 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 sort it out but i will say if you do that if you get a job like 
let's say you want to be a spoon carver. You find that you have to get a job to pay the bills because it ain't working right now. I think one of the most valuable things you can do is document the whole thing. Is share with your community, your spoon carving community that you're trying to build a business with. Say, you know, this is what I've got to do. This is what it's like. This is what I'm doing. This is, this is, you know, here's my plan. And don't just share, you know, this is my life now as though it will never change, but share, share that period of, of frustration and dealing with tough stuff because that is the story that you're going to be telling later, right? Really what you want is a good story that you can tell later of, you know what, I faced this hard time and I went out and got this job and I did that until I got back on my feet and, uh, you know, had enough savings, had my expenses under control, figured out a living arrangement that allowed me to really cut my expenses to the bone. Like I did that until it made sense for me to really pursue my dream again. And I think documenting it is the most valuable thing you can do. In fact, you know, in many ways, it, it flips the whole thing around into a strength because all of a sudden your story is much more compelling than just, I'm trying to do this thing and it's not working. It's, I'm trying to do this thing and it's not working. So I'm doing what it takes to keep myself afloat while I continue working on it. It becomes a story of grit and perseverance. The other final thing I'll say is that what works, what you see working for someone is not always a good idea for you. When I started thinking about this episode, this bonus episode, uh, I thought, well, you know, I've sort of done this before. Like I'll, you know, I'll just tell people, you know, what's working for me. And then I thought, and thought, you know, it's like, what works for me, what is working for me is not necessarily going to work for anyone else. Part of it is because it's working for me because I have certain skills that, you know, work for me. Part of it is my timing. Part of it is where I'm at in terms of the amount of attention that I have. And there are things, I've been on both sides of that coin. I have things that are working for me and I've tried things that I see working for other people that, that, are, that don't work for me. So I'm acutely aware that whether or not some business strategy works for you is entirely based on you and not on, it's not some universal thing that a good idea is a good idea is a good idea. And if you see it working for somebody else, then it will work for you. Because the f- variables that go into will it work for you are, are, are many. Um, and so... This actually ties back into what I talked about yesterday, which is to just do what you have in your power to do now and build from that. And sometimes that's a big leap or feels like a big leap because you're going into uncomfortable territory. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just saying, oh, okay, you know, this seems like the thing that that I could do now, given my skill set, given my you know, the opportunities that I have given where I live, given my needs monetarily, 
let's try this. And the key, of course, when you start anything is to not ask of that thing that it be the entire solution by itself immediately because it never will be. Um, but I think it's also super important that we don't look at what is working for somebody and assume that we can just apply it to ourselves is much more specific than that. And it's much more individual than that. But yeah, if you are struggling now, I think you need to be making a bunch of sacrifices now so that you can struggle less later. Um, because I think harder times are coming than we're in right now. And we need to be mindful of that and preparing for that so that we're not caught with our pants down. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.